Yes, sir. Hey, buddy. We got this take Get care of just some technical issues, man. Just some technical issues. It's all good. We figure it out. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, you know, today I everybody's yes, super excited to meet you, bro. Um, you know, you've done some amazing things out of Calgary and now you're, you know, expanding all over Canada. Um, your brand is, you know, speaks for itself and you're just doing some phenomenal things that uh, truly, truly inspire us, myself included. So thank you for being here today, man. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. And I appreciate everybody joining in and hopefully we can add some value out here, man. So Absolutely. thank you for having me. Man. For sure. For sure. So tell us a little bit about your journey, man. Uh, you know, a lot of us uh, on the call right now, a little bit younger. Um, and I know that you started at age 18. So tell us about that journey. Yes. So yeah, man. So I started very young. So I actually, uh, I started working very young. So I'll start off with my first job. My first job was when I was eight years old delivering flyers, probably like a lot of immigrant children and, you know, first generation world countries, you got to make ends meet. So uh, all I knew is before you go to elementary school, you got to deliver some flyers, man. And that's, that's what you do. You know, I did that from up from eight to 13. Wow. And then I, uh, I was a, I was a grocery clerk at co-op <laughs> from uh, 13 to 18. And then at 18, I got my real estate license. Wow. So that's when things really started progressing, man. And luckily for me, when, when I turned 18, it was 2006. I'm talking about 2006 at this point. So people could kind of get a reference of time. And in 2006, Calgary hit a boom between 2006 and 2007. Mm. So almost like the right place at the right time, being an 18-year-old, I popped out 10 deals in my first month. What? Just, just through a social sphere of influence. I knew a lot of relatives that wanted to buy, you know, renovation properties, through my social sphere of influence, there's a lot of people that own multiple properties and everybody wanted to sell at that time, everyone. So that gave me a big kickstart in my career. So because of that, I got very comfortable, you know? So reality kicked in a year two when there wasn't a boom and you're in a recession. And I went from doing, I think in my first year, I did about 40 deals. And then I went from 40 deals to my second year, I did five deals. Whoa. Just, just purely out of comfort, you know, getting comfortable with where you're going and all that. So when I got into that five deal mode, I got distracted. So then I kind of went down a downward path, man. You know, I opened up a clothing store that failed. I opened up a Juga Juice franchise that failed, right? I, uh, I have three Domino's pizza franchises. Those are, thank God, those are successful. And then I really reverted back to real estate, I'd say about seven years ago, where I kind of went back to it full time. And that, that pivoting point came when my, uh, my, now she's my wife, but at that time she was my girlfriend, just created this huge support system, heard me talk over the phone and told me, she said, you know, you have good people skills and you should maybe pursue your real estate career a bit more. She said, you haven't tapped into it. So that day I actually went out the next day I went out and I dropped some door hangers off at some developers and I wrote personal notes on my door hangers because it's, then it doesn't look like you did a mass mail out looks like you actually went directly to the source and you have buyers. And I wrote with everybody with fresh ink. I wrote on there, Hey, I have buyers in this area looking for properties similar to yours. Pretty generic comment just to get my foot through the door. Right. I think I did about 30 post, uh, 30 door hangers that day. And I got one call and it was in a community Vincent Heights. And, uh, I went there, did my listing presentation, you know, got my listing. And uh, from there, man, you know, that entered me into the developer game. I sold their house across the street. There was another developer, RP Homes. 
and they were building a duplex. They told me they're like, if you sell this house, we'll give you our houses. Oh. So then I got a duplex. So I got two listings out of there. From there, I got another builder, Craftcore Homes, and from there, I kind of got into the development game, and it's never ended, bro. Since then, ever since then. So se- seven years ago, you decided to put some door hangers, and from one listing, it just rolled into now. Today, you're doing like 150 plus listings. Yeah, but we're getting on average, like my GSP and associates, we get about anywhere from one to five listings a day. Wow. On average. So it's, it's been keeping us busy. And my business is primarily focused on uh, development and renovations and redevelopment and lots and builders and all that. Uh, I got into that game because it's, it's very repetitive. On average, one account can make you about $100,000. So instead of focusing on 100 transactions, you can focus on 10 accounts and get to your end goal a lot quicker, right? So wait, 10 accounts, meaning 10 builders that will give you 10 listings a year type of thing. 10 listings a year. Because it's how you, it's our job to make our clients money. If If you're dealing with a developer, if you're not in the relocation business and you're just dealing with the developer, it's all about the bottom line. So as long as we can keep turning product and keep turning profit, they have no reason to not keep building. Mm. And you could take a builder from one house a year to 10 houses a year. And that's the value that we provide as realtors is can we take a builder that builds one house a year and provide enough guidance and bring enough value and know our numbers well enough that we can make them profitable enough to go from one house to three houses in year two and then seven houses in year three and then 10 houses in year four. That's amazing. So, you know, a, a lot of us are thinking, okay, well, beyond just like through the course of business helping builders, how did you get so much market knowledge in the expertise to help them, you know, grow uh, their portfolio all these years? Yeah. So, you know, I have a specific story about this. So I met a project manager. Uh, his name's Cameron Autori. He's actually one of my best friends now. He owns a company called Craftcore Homes. And uh, he was building a lot of houses. And, you know, I was pretty sincere. At that time, I didn't have any new home developments or any new home sales under my belt. And I asked him, I'm like, hey, do you mind? I'm like, you might find this annoying, but do you mind if I show up on your site every morning? I won't ask any questions. I just want to shadow you. And I want to shadow you on one project, inner city, one renovation project, and one multifamily project. And I want to know the business from the brick and mortar concept, from dirt, from the acquisition, how you buy, what type of profits you're looking at, who his trades were, timeframes, permitting, all that. I learned it all. And then I started, instead of selling houses, now I try to sell projects. So I'll have a private piece of land. I'll package a deal together and I'll try to sell a turnkey project to somebody. So off of one address, you can make sometimes two, three or four products, four commissions off of one address rather than just a one-time sale. Oh my God. So I'll try to do a whole turnkey. It's all turnkey. So, you know, you seem to do it with a lot of ease and freedom as well. Um, you put on a lot of events. You're doing so many things. How are you putting all these systems in place so that you can actually do so many things without working 24 hours a day? So, man, every time I work more than 20 hours a week, I try to buy time back. Mm. That's my magic number for me, at least. You know, I think physical labor for realtors shouldn't be more than 20 hours like our job is to more make money with our mind you know what i mean like for us to be running around physically it doesn't really make any sense uh we're numbers people 
and we're here to provide a service, you know, and that service is, it doesn't need to be a lot of working hard. It's more working smart. So I try to work smart, not harder, you know? So I run a bunch of businesses and I have businesses about managers and systems in place that cover everything, including my real estate business. Cause that's what it is. At the end of the day, you only do sales till you can teach sales and have your own team one day and hopefully turn your business into a systematic autopilot business where you can kind of be hands off on one day and then there's an end goal in sight or else you'll just do sales forever. I know you're just going to be grinding forever until we die. Right. And you can't really yeah. retire unless you can make money during your sleep. And, you know, Grinder is doing that. The fear is Grinder is that the, the, the fear of letting go. Like if I don't do it, then it will not get done the way I want it to be. So, you know, you are a very capable guy. How did you let that go with, for, for other people to take on the responsibility and the accountability of it? You know, man, I, I, I trust, I trust my team a lot and uh, it's taken some time to be honest, because uh, to form a team, I did 14 years sales on my own. Well, sorry, 13 years. And then I had my first team member a year ago and now we're growing substantially. And wow, the point, bro, you got to either be happy with where you're at and how much you're working or you got to learn to trust the people that you surround yourself with. Mm. And if you can't trust the people that you surround yourself with, then maybe you got to make better decisions <laughs> with the business, right? So I trust the people that I choose to surround myself with and uh, they're doing a fantastic job. And you know what? I'm very happy I took that leap of faith with my business. My goodness. I thought you would have built the team like 10 years ago, but it sounded like just a couple years ago. And now you've grown, like you're able to scale from Calgary to Edmonton and now going to Toronto and, and Vancouver here as well. You're building the, building out the GSB luxury homes team, right? Yes. Yeah. So bro, my biggest goal for my team was why I didn't just start it earlier is because I didn't feel, I didn't truly believe that I provided enough value for somebody to make a life decision and be able to finance their family and their children and their elders or whatnot. Uh, when I, when I finally felt the time was right, cause I've seen a lot of teams, man, I've been in the industry for 15 years and all these team leaders, they give you all these dreams and all these aspirations and all it turns out to be is a call center in the back end. <laughs> Right. So I don't want it to be a call center. I don't want too many people on my team, but I want quality people and I want no turnover. And the only way there's no turnover is if you provide actual value, because you could only speak and sell dreams for so long. People get smart, man. And then they end up leaving you. Yeah. And, you know, that is what we're trying to do with on our team as well is actual value. So what would you say to some team leaders or aspiring team leaders? What kind of value are you providing to your team so that there's a less turnover or no turnover? So I chose, I made a decision this year where I don't take listings myself and I don't take buyers myself. So uh, I made a personal business decision that I either need to be on this side of the fence or the other side of the fence. Either I'm on the sales floor with my sales staff and I'm confusing everybody, to be honest, including myself, who gets what, who gets what lead, or I truly step away mm. and only put in a leadership role and a mentorship role where I can bring on agents and actually provide value. And whatever my company gets, no matter how big the account is, all of it goes to my team. Wow. All of it. So full trust, full let go. Full trust. I fully, fully let go and I'm fully trusting in GSB and associates and instead of me as a single agent taking on a listing to fulfill a 90-day contract 
Now we have a full team that fulfills a 90 day contract. So it's not one agent. We have a lot of agents servicing the same listing. So ultimately I made this decision to not only benefit my team members and myself is to also provide a better service for my clients. That's huge. Like, see, building a team is all about uh, giving better customer service. Because if you're a one-man team, you're not really going to give customer service unless you're willing to work 24 hours a day. Or it's physically not possible to be doing 100 deals on your own. It just doesn't work that way anymore. That's the cap, man. You cannot do more than 100 deals on your own. There's just not enough minutes in the day or seconds in the day even (laughs) (laughs) to do over 100 transactions. That's the absolute most. And to me... I want to help families, you know, why not help thousands instead of a hundred? Think big. You know, when I first met you, uh, well, physically here, you came into Vancouver and you just absolutely blew my mind with how big you think. Like we're we're not talking just Calgary. You're talking national and then eventually global. Like what made you think so big? You know, it was just my network, man. Uh, So I had a pretty good network system in Edmonton. But just, it's it's hard to step out of your comfort zone, you know? And then mm-hmm. one day I just, I'm like, you know what? If it's just, if I have builders and I have relationships built on at a different city and all it takes is just one realtor to believe in my concept and to service the work. Mm-hmm. If that's all it is, why not do it? And I tried this in Edmonton as a trial run and we did fantastic. We started January 1st as a brand new business in Edmonton and we're averaging about three deals a month, my partner and I now eight months wow. down the road, right? So same thing with Vancouver. You got to start small. You're not, I'm not, we're not there to take a, a huge market piece. We're just there to get our own fair share of market. And a tiny fraction of a lot of marketplaces turns out to be a pretty big piece. So tell me, you know, while I was on your call, how important is Legion in your team building um, structure? It's, it's very important, but it's, it's one factor actor of our thing. Like I said, the biggest thing is I didn't want my corporation to be a call center, right? Uh, so it's one avenue of how we get buyers and sellers, but it's not all of them. We, we still do the traditional door knocking. We still use our own social sphere of influence. We still do our own marketing plans, but lead generations, it just boosts your business, right? Like, like what we explained in global real estate masterminds, leads are, it's a business. It's money in versus money out, right? And that's all it is. You invest mm-hmm. 20, you want $100,000 back over the course of a year. That's what lead generation is. But uh, it takes the emotions out of the business. So I've always kept lead generation on one side just to keep the team busy. And that's how you grow a team. Mm. It's impossible to grow a team without leads. And then you get more organic deals by actually shaking hands and meeting people and expanding your social sphere of influence. Gotcha. So really the, the team and the deals that we do are basically um, from our own sphere and whatnot. The, the lead gen is actually only a supplement to what we do. It's an it's add-on, right? Scale. It's an, an add-on. add-on. Okay. So it's like if you order pizza and somebody says, do you want wings and Coke and whatever <laughs> you want? For that, right? so we have this business that we're getting all these leads from everywhere. Why not add this onto a part of your business if you can afford it? But mm. the worst thing you can do is if you only rely on leads. Ah. That's the worst thing you can do because then you're investing all this money and you can't really afford to sit there and wait eight months to get your first return back. And a lot of people don't explain that, right? Like on average, if you're investing steadily in leads, you, I don't think you'll see your first lead in the first six months. 
Mm. After that, you'll start reaping the rewards of all this calling that you've been doing for six months straight. Then people will start coming back and buying things. Ah. But six months, that type of money is, it gets tough. Yeah, you should know absolutely. how much money we put into this stuff. <laughs> I know. I mean, guys, don't give up. If you're doing lead gen right now as a team leader or as an individual agent, don't give up. They take six to nine months to cultivate and actually yeah. turn around to do deals. Right? It's so an investment, right? Like if you do $2,000 a month in leads, in six months, you invested 12000 You should be able to close two deals at least. You're already up $10,000 profitability, right? So leads is more of a money in, money out, guys. That's more you put in, the more you get out. And then it's how you follow up with your leads, right? Like I have actual call centers that call our leads because I know they need to be called at a certain time frame within mm -hmm. two to three minutes of a lead coming in or else somebody else picks it up. So we have actual converting systems where we have call centers. They take a warm lead, turn it into a hot lead, assign it to one of our agents, and then our agents take it from there. Wow. So guys, follow-up system. Um, it's money in, money out. It's actually very simple. It's just like us prospecting. It's just a numbers game. So a little bit off track, but thank you for explaining that. I want to talk about um, how GSP Luxury Homes came about. It just came about about fluke, man. It was that, you know what? It was that first inner city listing. Oh, really? And uh, everybody else, man, I had, I think I had like $3,000 in my account and I spent $2,000 on the video. Oh. <laughs> because it was my first luxury listing. And at that time, I was just GSB, GSB Homes. Right. So I'm like, why not, right? Create a niche for yourself. And I put GSB Luxury Homes. Now it's GSB and Associates Luxury wow. Homes. So as we grow, and then now it's Global Real Estate Masterminds, right? So... As you grow, things change, man, and you keep evolving. So GSB, luxury homes, is just an evolution over time. You don't take any time to think, uh, Grinder. You just, you just take action. Tell us a little bit about that thought process. There's no fear. You just go for it. Yes. So I'm a big believer in implementation. Okay. Uh, a lot of people listen to podcasts. A lot of people read books. Uh, I'm a grade 12 dropout, bro. You know, so I don't have too much education behind my back, but I do believe in if something makes sense and you know you should be doing it, if you do it and you do it enough, it'll turn into results, right? It's like going to the gym. Everybody wants to be fit. And we all know if we put in a certain amount of hours every day into our body, we will get the results. Mm -hmm. But nobody implements it. Everybody wants it, but nobody's willing to implement what it takes to do that. Real estate's the same thing as going to the gym. If you can build a momentum and how you build a momentum is you implement everything that comes to your mind. If you say, I want to start a team this year, you should start a team this year and you should come up with the actual plan in place, how to get to that team. And if you don't know how, start talking to other people that are there and don't be scared to ask questions and align yourself with other people that are doing the things that you want to do. Wow. Okay. So surround you with, uh, surround yourself with people that, that uh, are doing what you want to do. But first is about implementation. Guys, we can read all the books that will help us get to the next level. But if you read a book, you close it and you don't take any action, it doesn't really matter, does it? So actually, you know, we should probably read less and do more. Do more. <laughs> don't even read. Man, I'm <laughs> Well, I'm done reading, bro. <laughs> <I'm> done. <laughs> reading. 
that's that's very counterintuitive because all of us are, are all about book clubs. We want to learn, 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 learn. But it's actually implement, implement, implement. Then you'll learn through the process of trial and error at the same time. Learn, man. You're, you're in a people's business, right? And every deal and every human being and every personality is so different that it cannot be generically taught. The more, the more scenarios you're in, the more deals you close, the more people you meet, the more well-rounded realtor you'll be. It's wow. that simple. Like a book cannot teach you how to deal with people when there's so many different personalities out there. Yeah. You actually right? have to deal with the people to, to know, right? Obviously, reading will give you a template of how to deal with four personality types. But when you're in front of people, then you'll know. But the more you interact with people, the more you'll know. So you do have to get out there, guys. There's no way around it. Right? Just listen. Just listen. That's the best way to learn is when you listen. When you speak, you speak all what you know. When you listen, you actually absorb new information in. Listen, guys. We have two ears and one mouth. There's a reason. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't have a lot of time, but I do want to know, man, uh, your why. What's driving you so fast into stardom and like, like all this success? To be honest, bro, it's my parents. Uh, I know this is pretty like cliche to say this, but for me, it's, it really is my parents. Uh, my parents came in. My father came into this country. He worked for Calgary Transit, and then he drove a cab as his night shift. Wow. He did that for 30 years straight. And my mom worked for a printing company, you know, and like came from really humble beginnings. And not I want to do this not only for myself, but for my family and put them in a better position for my wife and hopefully future children and all that. Try to create generational wealth. That's my why. Dude, that's amazing. So, so um, man, it's all for the parents. Are, is he still uh, working right now? Are the parents still working? Yeah, by choice. I can't get my dad to not work, bro. He's, he's just a hardworking East Indian man, man, bro. This guy, I cannot get him to stop working. So I just started a construction company with him so he can divert his attention there. So we're trying that now. But yeah, that's where we're at right now. That's just, that's just, just in in the blood right they just never yeah, really stop working you can't stop yeah, no other hobbies other than work man <laughs> that's it that's crazy well i bet well you know congratulations man all the success uh you can for sure retire them if they wanted to just like step back i know that for sure so you've done phenomenal for yourself congratulations tell us a little bit about the, the global mastermind yes so global real estate masterminds is actually my vision so i want to be I want to be the best service, real estate service that exists, at least in Canada, for sure. And to service, if we're servicing real estate and all we're doing is just listening, like I said, we've got to listen to what somebody's needs are. And if you can meet somebody's needs and service their needs, then why are we limited to one economy or one marketplace? Especially when we have social media and we have this worldwide web and we have all these networking tools to network with people outside your own comfort zone or your own city. It would be ludicrous for us not to take advantage of these things being in 2021. No kidding. No kidding with social media and technology. So how, um, how is this structured? Is it through Zoom calls? Is it through like uh, phone calls yes. on a mastermind call? Masterminds, we do two one hour sessions every okay. week on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 30 minute lessons, 30 minute Q and A's. I try to set the pace for our team on a Tuesday. And then we touch base on a Thursday on, you know, how things are working right before the weekend. So nice. uh, yeah, man, we've been, we've been growing. 
Uh, we're already at 32 agents. Wow. Have about 41 agents on the queue ready to come on pretty soon here. So yeah, it's, it's growing pretty quick. Holy cow. Okay. So this is solely production based on teaching agents how to sell more real estate, correct? Sell more real estate. Simple as that. Yeah. How to actually sell more real estate. And, and, and it's global. So whoever in, in North America, wherever can join this global mastermind. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. How do we get involved with that? You just do one quick call with me, man. And then we set you up with my team. So we have everything systemized. Okay. So I do one Zoom call just to make sure we're all a right fit. You know, I have to be a right fit for them. They have to be a right fit for me. After that, we have a systemized place, man. So we give a checklist of what they need to do to switch over. We provide training programs. We provide like in-person training. We help with social media. We set up marketing campaigns. We bring in leads. We give out leads, things like that, man. Just helping people grow. Well, that sounds really good. <laughs> so um, how do we reach you to get set up that call? 403-390-0504. Okay. Google Jasmine. me. <laughs> 403. 390 590 0544. Okay, I just put in the chat. 0504. I totally made a mistake. Zach, can you help? 0504. <laughs> but we'll get it. We'll get it right. We'll get it right. Or you could reach out to uh, Grinder on, on Instagram as GFSB Luxury Home uh, Associates and Luxury Homes. Absolutely. And you guys can email admin at gsbluxuryhomes.com for any questions. And honestly, man, anybody could feel free to just reach out to me, man. Call me. I'm a pretty old school guy. Just give me a call. Say hi. And if we can add value to each other, that's fine. And if not, it's it's okay. Dude, you're so young, but an old soul and, uh, you know, way beyond your years, man. Uh, Grinder, thank you for all, for all that you've contributed to us. You know, it's a, it's a pleasure to be collaborating with you. Any last insight for the audience for them to take away and, and uh, really go forth in the fourth quarter here? Yeah, guys, I think two takeaways is one uh, for, for all the new agents. I think you guys should be patient. Patience is the biggest thing in this industry. People that are patient, they'll build actual strong relationships. And these strong relationships are going to carry you forward and turn you into that 10% realtor that people want to be. So one is patience. It takes about five years. Even if you're a rock star, it takes about five years to establish a business. Mm. And then the second thing is you got to learn how to listen. Listening, it, it can do you wonders because if you don't listen, you don't know what somebody wants. And if you don't know what somebody wants, what are you going to sell them? <laughs> it's so simple. It's that simple, right? So that's the two takeaways. Dude, uh, Grinder, thank you. So guys, uh, remember, patience is the key. And listen, that's all you got to do. All you got to do. And look at where Grinder is at today. Man, Grinder, thank you for all you contributed today. Everyone, I hope you got some value. I love you all. Thank you for being here. Grinder, thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys, thank you so much, everyone. John, thanks for having me, man. Thank you guys so much for coming in. And let's go get it, man. Let's go kill it. Let's go get it. All right, guys. Bye, bro. Bye-bye.